0: Give it a go show! Welcome to the Give it a Go Show, where we give things a go and talk about it. I'm Rivet.
1: And I'm Prince.
0: So, another week, we've finally released our first podcast, well, the first episode, which is delightful. Yes,
1: yes. Plus, 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 plus. Clap, 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 clap.
0: <laughs> Woo, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who's given us feedback and listened so far. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, very cool. I didn't think there were gonna be more than like two people, and neither did I. So it's uh, way more than we even thought. Even if it's mostly friends and family, it's also some other people.
0: Pleasant surprise. So that's delightful. Yes, but anyway, a on pleasant to another
1: surprise. Week.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: God. Why do people listen to?
0: I don't know. <laughs> yes, so uh, another week, another activity. So this week I wanted to do a cooking challenge and I wanted to try cooking something a bit more complicated and my mother wanted to join me once again, bless her. So I asked my ex-chef husband, what do you think we should cook? And
1: he said, do a souffle. Ooh. You know, <laughs> yes. but you know the way you said ex-cook husband, it kind of <laughs> sounded like he's your ex. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh goodness, no. That was fast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. We've both been married
1: three months. Yes, ex cook, not ex husband. (laughs)
0: Yes, just ex-cook, he just used, to, used to be a chef. Um, He's made me souffle before and it was absolutely delightful, cheese souffle. And mm. I think he made it last for, we had an anniversary lunch and it was it was lovely. And I said to him, yeah, what do you think we should cook? I'd like you to suggest something. And he said, make a souffle, make a cheese souffle. And I said, oh God, no. So I called my mum and I said, do you want to make a souffle? And she said, yeah, that was, so that was that conversation very exciting <laughs> went to their house this time and we made souffle i have a clip of the best bits from that don't worry about it Mum. i don't know about the clarinet and something yeah we got, i might have a clarinet i'll see if clarinet. i don't have a clarinet don't do violins i don't like violins okay i won't do violins anymore. square things don't fit into round things cut. not if they're not cut okay. uh, it's very slippery <laughs> like an eel <laughs> yeah <laughs> We're eeling it again. <laughs> very good butter if you bang the red. For what? to stick it on your head. <laughs> I like Kenny G. I can't use Kenny G Music because it's copyright uh, But you Can't use Dido neither. No. Uh, Dido would be a very weird choice for a, <laughs> <laughs> for a comedy cooking segment. <laughs> I don't know then. I don't know. Man. Well, if pipes copyright... No, because it's an instrument, it's not. A... Yeah, but someone makes music. Instruments! Made it, didn't they? <laughs> 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 it's not the same! <laughs> but someone makes music, don't they? Yeah, but it's not copyright, just because they. Like... <laughs> do? Trumpet! Yeah? We could make our own trumpet noise. Oh, with music. You'd have to come over with It's like watching paint
1: dry, but it's like watching buttermilk. It's not slow,
0: it's it's pretty quick. Gotta stir it as well. Oh. Just to, like, you know, so it doesn't just stick to the pan. Oh, Christ, do you. What? (laughs) I didn't dream I was eating raw eggs last night. Oh, did you? Wasn't nice. That's a weird dream. It is a weird dream. I was just eating these raw eggs and then I went, oh, these are raw. (laughs) And I stopped eating them. Oh my god. Have you done it already? No, the yolk separated as it came out. Well, that's good, isn't it? No, because I need to separate the yolk from the white. Oh, to spoon your yolk. You've yes. done pretty good, and there's me just like. Well, you know, you can't be good at me, like me all the time, Steph. Oh, me. <laughs> I always tell him we should support the local. The local what? Oh, no, egg makers. <laughs> Look, what, the ends? I caught a yoke. You caught a yoke. <laughs> it's like going fishing. So mostly, I have to say, it actually went very well. I honestly expected it to come out a flat, gloopy mess. Flat, mm, did I say flat? Like fat? a like a ditto. Maybe a ditto that's been run over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that the top was gonna cave in and it was just going to be a disgusting gloopy mess. However, we got some delightfully risen souffles. which was fantastic. We used a BBC Good Foods recipe, as all British people do. Uh, (laughs) Ah, yeah. (laughs) For all your recipes. Absolutely. I mean, they've got a recipe for everything, and most of them are quite easy to follow, so this one said souffle, and I think it was three or four easy steps, so I decided that one sounded good to me, because I like simple, especially as someone who's not a professional cook. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, mostly we we had a pretty good time. The one thing that went wrong, which is where I thought that it was going to ruin the whole thing was when I was cracking the eggs, because you have to separate the yolks from the whites. Oh,
1: oh gosh. Yeah. That's when you use the uh, trick with a Coke bottle where you suck up the yolk.
0: Yes, interesting you say that, because I said to my mother, I have a trick for separating the yolk. Ah. I had a water bottle, and I don't know if it was the best shape or the best one to use, because, well, actually, I don't think this was a water bottle problem, I think this was an egg problem, because I, (laughs) I went to crack the egg, and it all just slopped out just Uh. just slopped out it was just like a runny mess there was no solid yolk in there oh
1: my god it,
0: yeah i not a good sign maybe don't i don't know if it's just supermarket eggs or something oh my but, gosh yeah that's <laughs> not a
1: that's not a good egg not situation. a healthy egg no
0: no that was the trouble crack the eggs in well cracked the one and it just fell in I had a little bit more luck with the other three i never really managed to use the coke bottle trick effectively to be fair <laughs> i had to <laughs> i ended up managing to pour the yolks from two of them i think into the bottle but that's not really the trick i just wanted to keep them separate at that point so I was like I don't know where to put them I'm just gonna put them in the milk or the water bottle <laughs> so, so I just had a water bottle full of yolks and I tried scooping the yolk from the first one out of the egg mixture and <laughs> <laughs> I, <did>, I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough you just take a swig of the yolk bottle yeah yeah I <laughs> I was trying to scoop the yolks out of the egg white mixture from the first one with the spoon <laughs> I wasn't thinking about drinking the yolks at this point. Oh,
1: you can do with them What you can do with the soap, which is you can just put it in your drink as a little ice cube Just
0: put it in your, You know some people do that though don't
1: they? they mix they mix like raw eggs in with their I don't no. know if I'm making this apple.
0: I'm pretty sure it's like a bodybuilding thing I'm not entirely sure I'm not a bodybuilder. If you know a bit more about it than me, please tell us. Oh, yeah Oh my. Um, God. I, mean,
1: <laughs> I mean I used to get Egg to my old cat and mix it in with milk, and it made his fur all smooth. But oh, okay. he wasn't a bodybuilder, to my knowledge. <laughs> You weren't giving
0: him enough eggs.
1: Oh, yeah, I should have given him more <laughs> eggs. That was my bad.
0: Yeah, well, ironically, the night before, I had a dream where I was eating like a full English breakfast, but all of the eggs were raw and uncooked and I'd started eating the breakfast and I was like,
1: these aren't fried, they're raw. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, 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 I couldn't tell
0: until yeah, I put I it couldn't, in my mouth. No. no, and then I looked at the plate and I was like, they're all raw. <laughs> no, I can't eat this. I can't eat these raw you eggs. Just,
1: you just hear, Gordon Ramsay's voice distantly in your voice, like,
0: they're all raw. Uh, Yeah, I did. I was like, no, no. No. I've eaten the raw eggs. I'm going to get salmonella. (laughs) I get
1: salmonella. Well, I'm glad that didn't happen in your cooking experience. Yes,
0: I can confirm that the soufflés were fully cooked. There was no raw egg. <laughs> and we had some delightful cheese soufflés. I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. We cooked them a little bit differently to the recipe. So we did them in what's called a bain-marie when we went to cook them. So instead of putting them on baking paper, you feel... We had a gastronome, which is, for those who don't know, it's like a cooking tray that's... It's a bit deeper. It's a bit... It's kind of one that's more used in industrial cooking centers. oh so we filled that halfway with water then we put the ramekins in with the souffle mixture and the moisture from the bain marie helps to moisten (laughs) moisten and uh you know help does it does it help moisten it sure did Uh, oh my god when i took that first bite
1: it's food people it's food it's It's food food. (laughs) promise
0: never thought i'd say the word moist on the podcast
1: i I I am not full of surprise right now. You said chode chip on this podcast and you thought that you wouldn't say moist.
0: This is, yeah, you know what, that's a good point. And the chode chip thing's funny because I thought that my parents would be kind of horrified when they heard me make that joke. But they didn't know what chode meant, which made for an awkward conversation because I then had to explain to them what a chode was. I've made for some very awkward conversations and for that I apologize. Don't. But...
1: Own it. Yeah, own your, own your children. You
0: know what? You're right. No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> we need to I stop this.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to stop. Anyway, what did you do? <laughs> I, um- <laughs>
1: nice i uh, did something similar actually i oh. i did some baking yep okay baking week i made lemon bread oh <laughs> i love <lemon>. sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> i love
0: lemons i just love lemon cake lemons
1: <laughs> lemons
0: that's that's it
1: <laughs> do, you, do you wow really do you get it from your mom <laughs>
0: I didn't even think about that when I said it yet. Yeah, uh, wow. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I haven't put them on my armpits yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yet.
1: F- <laughs> That's the cum. So I found what's apparently a copycat Starbucks lemon bread recipe. I haven't been to Starbucks. actually just wanted to find some recipes for, like, bread in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically sourdough bread, but it looked pretty complicated for a beginner. Yeah. Yeah, because you have mean. to, like, cultivate the farm of little sourdough people.
0: <laughs> yep. You have to cultivate them, yeah. Yes,
1: and feed them, and that sounded very- And then you can
0: reap the harvest.
1: Oh God, yeah, that sounded like way too much work for some bread that I can buy at a store. Um, yeah. and lemon bread looked good. It's more of a cake than actual bread, but on the other hand, it looked almost too simple. But as I haven't baked since I was a kid, I didn't. I didn't want to get too cocky because I've hecked up some baking in the past. <laughs> I was kind of obsessed with baking for a while. I yeah. would bring my home economics cookbook to the kitchen and I'd make scones and pancakes and cookies and stuff. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I loved that book. It had a little rainbow on it. I'm gonna actually list the recipe real quick because it's very simple. So like for the cake, it's one package yellow cake mix, one package non-instant lemon pudding mix. We didn't have lemon pudding mix. We had vanilla, but that's fine. Half a cup vegetable oil, four large eggs, eight ounces sour cream. Very difficult to translate this to Swedish (laughs) because I don't (laughs) know what ounces are. Half a cup milk, six tablespoons, freshly squeezed lemon juice. That was very fun to do, by which I mean, you will find out that it was not. And for the icing, it's two and a half cups confectioner's sugar Sugar, three tablespoons freshly squeezed, lemon juice, or more to taste. So basically, you just combine everything in a thing and beat it two minutes, and you make the icing. So I was a little nervous going in. I'm like the type of person who likes to follow recipes exactly to a T, yeah. and I triple check everything. I'm like, am I sure I read the right thing? I'm gonna yes, check it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gotta make sure yeah like just in yeah. case and sandra would be like oh but maybe we don't need to use this and i'm like no no we're doing it i don't care that it's the vanilla pudding mix <laughs> and not the lemon pudding mix if we don't use the pudding mix then we won't have a pudding mix
0: it <laughs> <laughs> all go wrong it all go
1: wrong <laughs> yeah i'm kind of like a mad scientist when it comes to that but gordon
0: ramsay will come in and slap me
1: yeah yeah he'll come in and <laughs> slap me in the face
0: i mean gordon ramsay's not really a baker actually is he
1: no but he'd probably still be like you didn't used a pudding.
0: <laughs> but, berry um, berry, maybe. I yeah, don't <laughs> but
1: I had also made icing before, and it was a disaster when I did. On the other hand, when I did make icing, we didn't let the cake set. Like, we didn't let it cool, and we didn't let uh, the... We put the icing on when it was warm, and then we put the whole thing in a fridge when it was still hot. Yeah.
0: yeah. Really oh, bad.
1: No. But turns out, this icing, anyway, was incredibly easy. It's just a mm-hmm. confectioner of sugar and lemon juice, so when we put the cake in the oven, I tried some of the icing, and I was like, "Well, that's straight-up icing. <laughs> I I don't know why it surprised me so much that when I made icing, icing came out. <laughs> it was so good and I was somehow like really shocked that the texture and look of it was actual icing. It just- A fortunate byproduct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just, because it came together so quickly and it had that, yeah. you know, kind of thick texture. I don't know. It was really exciting to see it come together. About yeah. the lemon juice though, so- Oh
0: goodness. We okay, needed six
1: tablespoons alone just for the cake and we have I it- to say
0: it's quite a lot, but it's lemon cakes. So, yeah. yeah, we have a juice
1: squeezer, but we couldn't find it. Oh. So there I was, squeezing lemons with my bare hands like a Neanderthal. Oh, no. Except I didn't quite have the strength of a Neanderthal, so more like a baby bird freshly out of the egg. Oh, and no. so I stubbornly wanted yeah. to do it all myself. I want to yeah. give it a go. It's I'm supposed to be giving it I'm a go. I'm doing it. It's, <laughs> it's my podcast, Mom, and I decide how to press the <laughs> lemons. But after much Hello. struggling, I handed the lemons over to my girlfriend, who's got the hands of a dainty little bell, but the strength of a bear. So lemon juice was produced finally. She just... I held the little tablespoon. She got her <laughs> fists around the half lemon that we had left, and she just went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> And I could... Her arms were like oh shaking, and I could see like... For me, it was like a couple drops came out, and she would just make the whole thing just like... <laughs> Whoosh, like, into the, <laughs> the <laughs> tablespoon. Go to yeah, oh, wow, that. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry, but the mental image is hilarious. <laughs> it that was Sandra amazing. Just,
1: yeah. Yeah, because wow. she was kind of like, do you want me to help? Do you want me to help? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try my best. Okay, I'm going to do it first and then you can help me. And so I tried and she was like, let me help. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's so funny because like she's quite softly spoken and she's quite, you know, chill. Yeah, she's strong. <laughs> yeah. And then it just, it just I don't know, it's just hilarious to me, that mental image of her just being like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, oh god,
1: it was something to behold, because I was right next wow. to her seeing it happen. It, yeah. <laughs> it was a sight to behold. So we mixed it up all nice, and we poured the cake liquid in the loaf the, pan. Okay, yeah, the mixture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it took some time for everything to be cool and set. I was actually doing my media thing while we Okay. Yeah. so cool. But it, it turned out freaking gorgeous. I have some process pictures. Oh. That you can put on the gram. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Moment of truth. Me and my girlfriend had some lemon bread. It was so good. Oh, I wanted, I wish I could have tried it. Yes. The cake, it was spongy and moist. I guess I gotta say moist on this podcast now too. Yes. The icing was incredibly (laughs) sweet. And yeah, we had the vanilla mix, but the cake was still very lemony and the icing was the perfect sweet lemony as well. I was just like, oh, the decadence. I just leaned back and was like, I made a good thing. And I, I couldn't remember the last time I'd baked before and I used to love it. It was great and we started talking like maybe we should make this a monthly thing maybe we should bake once a month. So I will definitely bake again for sure. I don't know if we'll actually do it every month but it'd be really nice because there's something so gratifying about making something and especially when you're not sure if you're gonna make it good or not and you know you just kind of trust the recipe and then it turns out great and you get to taste it. It's like when I finish a drawing I look at it and I think, okay, this looks nice. But when you get to eat something delicious, it's kind of more gratifying yes, to have yeah, made it. yeah, I know it. what
0: you mean. It was the same with me with the souffle and I've been doing... D-
1: Puppy! Misty. Misty. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Misty. Um, Thank you for that your was the thing with, with the souffle, I had the same thing. Well, I mean, I've been doing a bit more baking recently because i had been making gluten-free brownies and I did that twice because they were very good, but now mm. we're sick of brownies. Yeah. When you eat something that you've made and you've baked, it's like, I made this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's There's really cool. There's something very different about it, very nice about it. And it's uh, it's definitely a nice thing to do because as they say, if you make it, the calories don't count. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. You, you spe- yeah, you spent all that time doing squats while you were making it, right?
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, exactly. Whilst it's in the Sydney oven. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you got time. You
1: can get on the floor. Do the dinosaur. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I won't be making lemon bread often because it's very dense. It's so thick and very sweet. So I'm just glad I didn't have to finish the whole thing myself. But yeah, that's what I did.
0: That's the thing about baking, though. I think it is also quite a nice thing to do with someone else. It is, yeah. yeah. Quite relaxing, actually, when you know what you're doing. (laughs) Oh,
1: for sure. (laughs) Because she's, um, my girlfriend's also worked at a cafe. So she had Ah, some some knowledge of how things are supposed to look. So it was kind of nice to have a little someone who knows a bit better to kind of look over your shoulder. Yes. Because I freak out when it comes to that. I'm just like, I'm gonna do it wrong, even though I do it exactly to the (laughs) recipe. I'm like, something's gonna go wrong. It's gonna explode in the oven.
0: (laughs) Oh no, you don't want that. But I mean, it's not the end of the world though, even if it does
1: go wrong, because at the end of the day, you're trying it out. I guess when it comes to the podcast, I'd love for things to turn out well, but if it doesn't, at least I have a disaster story to tell.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. You know, I was even a tiny bit disappointed at how well my souffles came out because- (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I didn't have a disaster story. The only thing that really really went wrong was the eggs and my mum learned how to make cheese sauce because as part of the souffle you make what's called a roux, which Mm. is the base for a cheese sauce. It's a good learning process and obviously being able to cook and bake for yourself is a fantastic skill.
1: Yeah. Speaking of disaster stories though, what memory have you brought Ah. before us today?
0: This is the one that you gave a little teaser of that you said. Yes. um, In the first episode and I'm going to tell the steak story. So, let me preface this by saying for 16 years i was a vegetarian i was brought up vegetarian if i wanted to eat meat i could have eaten meat but we were just all vegetarian and none of us ever really cared about eating meat you know it's just what
1: we were used to so
0: at 16 i decided i would like to try a chicken sandwich now i eat meat so
1: <laughs> i just want you to know i'm uh, <laughs> i'm smiling this whole time because <laughs> you know
0: the story yeah, yeah it's it's like, <laughs> a,
1: like a grin pasted on my face
0: <laughs> so the reason i have prefaced that by saying it was a vegetarian. 16 years is that even ever since then i'm 25 now i haven't really tried that many meats i mostly eat poultry so chicken turkey sometimes i'll eat pork however i think i don't eat beef once at this stage so my now husband and i we were out for a meal and we said why don't we try the steakhouse we're very cultured very mm-hmm. you know <laughs> look at us are going to the steakhouse i turned up in my hoodie and jeans everyone in there was quite well dressed um <laughs> I'd been to a Weatherspoons just before and decided I didn't want to be there. So that's why I was in my hoodie and jeans. Otherwise, I probably would have dressed a bit more appropriately. That's by the by. So I sat down and I said to Toby, I said, I might try some some steak. And he said, okay, are you sure? You said you don't like steak. I mean, he said that, but we were at a steakhouse. We probably shouldn't have gone to the steakhouse. I'd already told him, I don't like beef. But I said, you know what? Maybe I just haven't had it properly. So let's go to the steakhouse. Let's try some proper beef. This will be a good time. The lady comes up and she says to us, all right, we you like to order and i said i'm gonna have the steak burger and she said to me okay how would you like your burger done and i know what the rarity means you know in terms of burgers and steaks Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i wasn't too sure which one i should have however upon the internet i have heard many people say they like a medium rare steak so i said to the lady i'd like it medium rare and even the lady said to me are you sure and toby said are you sure it's like a video game
1: and the options come up and Uh, you're just like this will be the moment of no return. Yep. Are you sure you want to continue because you will not yep. be able to go back?
0: No, you will lose all of your unsafe progress. <laughs> and <laughs> even I said to myself, are you sure? But I said to the lady, yes, I would like medium rare steak. <laughs> she brought it to me once it was done. I don't know what kind of steak Toby had. I think he might have had medium rare, but he is a seasoned steak eater. Ah. I am not. This was my first proper steak. I
1: didn't know that the steak and the eater needed to be seasoned. <laughs>
0: God's sake, God's sake. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the lovely waitress. She brought both of us our medium rare steaks. Oh, steaks. She brought uh, steaks. <laughs> 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 she brought. <laughs> she.
1: <laughs> what is the energy for today's episode?
0: it's monday morning and we're both tired
1: (laughs) it's been monday morning every time we record i know it's later this time than it was the other time i
0: know oh (laughs) goodness i don't know maybe that's where we went wrong anyway (laughs) so the lady brought us both our medium rare steak burgers and i thought delightful i will sample this delicacy I hated it. Mm. I fucking hated it. No, really? <laughs> yeah, my husband said to me, you don't like it, do you? And I was like, no, nah, it's fine. And I took another bite and I just went, no, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I could see where it's kind of like raw in the middle as a medium rare steak is. I just didn't like it. I could taste the raw bit and I was like, I don't like this at all. And I was like, it to I said to my husband, can you eat it so that the waitress doesn't think I'm weak? <laughs>
1: so this is like a sitcom episode
0: it's how it felt at the time he could not stop laughing at me he ate that burger bless him and the lady came over and she was like how was it i was like it was great i didn't eat it i just didn't want to look weak oh
1: my god that's so funny like the stubbornness of being like no we're going to a steakhouse no i'm getting steak no i'm getting medium rare like it just keeps
0: it's just a series of
1: it snowballs errors. from the it very really beginning, did. and then it becomes just this huge thing that slaps your husband in the face.
0: Oh my god, bless him. He ate that whole steak burger, and wow. I just was like, it's the lady. Yeah, it was good. What was a good. chad.
1: Yeah, he he, he did he that for amazing. your honor.
0: He did, he did.
1: <laughs> he protected your honor as, he really did. As, a, and as someone who wants to look kind of cool in front of somebody they'll never meet again.
0: Exactly and, you know, that's why I married him. Uh (laughs) Oh, that's why, yeah, yeah, that's the main reason. (laughs) No, that's that's not exclusively why. (laughs) You ate the steak burger for me, marry me. (laughs) Anyway, that's the steak story. I'm a stubborn bitch, and Um, I ate the steak even though I hate steak. Yeah, I I
1: feel like I will definitely not be able to top this story in terms of (laughs) entertainment. I uh, remembered a passion that I used to have, I guess that I still have, but it's not exactly the same dream anymore, so... I used to do voice acting, mm-hmm. and so I've had a lot of different passions over the years, but all to do with either creativity or entertainment usually yeah. intertwined. So just to name a few, I'm currently, I guess, proficient in drawing, writing, acting, and singing. So, I mean, I went to school for theater and worked at one for a few years, so on. So I didn't really have many practical skills as a kid. I just started learning everything that could be considered creative, I guess. But I also have a huge passion for things like video games and animated films and TV shows and yeah. other things like it that usually include one thing, which is voice acting. So, for a long time I was extremely into voice work and it was one of my dreams to become a voice actor. Now, I live in Sweden, but as you probably know, English has kind of become as much my first language as Swedish. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I was aiming towards English voice acting more than Swedish, but yeah. I did not want to move out of Sweden. Yeah. So, it was awesome. kind of like, this is my dream, <laughs> but how am I even gonna, because I didn't want to Moved to the US or the UK. No,
0: that's fair. I get that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And yet, I wanted to be a voice actor for American Projects. So basically, I started Mm. checking out websites where indie creators look for voice work and I began giving some samples. But this is where it got a bit hard because at the time, I could only really present voice samples for children or women. right? Because this was before I went on T, which Ah. to those who don't know, that's the shot of testosterone that I get into my hip every third month. So at this time, I didn't have the deep voice. So I had a hard time kind of figuring out what kind of voice that I was going to be allowed to do, essentially, because I think that even if you don't go on T, you should be able to voice men, because there are men with a voice like that. I was one of them, but there are many creators who don't think like that, so I would mostly give my voice to children, and it went pretty okay. There were some people who thought that I did a good job, but I kind of stopped going to that website anyway, because it kind of just bummed me out that I couldn't voice the kind of characters that I wanted. So, it it went into a kind of, not a dark period, but more like a little bit depressing that I felt like I wanted to do this thing, but it was gonna be very hard. So I got discouraged and I went on the Facebook of one of my favorite voice actors at the time, who was Troy Baker, and I sent him a message on Facebook. I just... okay, (laughs) Yeah, I sent him a message. It sounds weird, but I think I was just looking to, for some reason, vent, but at the same time, tell him... much his work meant to me. Yeah, okay,
0: fair enough.
1: Yes, so he voiced a character that helped me through some rough times, so I was- Mm -hmm. I was telling him about that, and I was telling him about my dream, and about how it was very difficult as a trans man, and I was just- I kind of left it at that. I was just telling him how important it was to me that he'd voiced Mm. this character, but then he replied.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, he replied to me, and he was very encouraging, and told me, basically, because I was a little bit self-deprecating in my message yeah. and he basically told me to snap out of it, to, to <laughs> not think like that and to just go for what I wanted essentially. I don't remember exactly what he said anymore but I remember being so freaking happy afterwards Oh.
0: because I, I didn't
1: expect him to respond. <laughs> He's incredibly no. popular so that made me feel better and that's when another disaster began. This was around the time when Attack on Titan came out.
0: Oh yep, I remember
1: that time very well. Uh, me too because yep. I was very into it at the oh, time. Oh, so
0: was I. So was I. I... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. And I
1: had a friend at the time who was also very into voice acting. However, they live mm. in America and uh, they right. also live in California. So it had the kind of proximity to the voice acting world where I yes. would feel kind of like, oh, dang it. <laughs> Wish that were me. Yep. But so we started a project to dub Attack on Titan, to do a fan dub. Okay. Now, this <laughs> was a selfish endeavor on my part because I just wanted to do it so I would get to voice act something.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> and okay. so I did not think about the amount of work necessary to Uh, get this done. Now, (laughs) at my job, I had basically nothing to do, so I had a lot of time, so I did spend a lot of time doing auditions. I really enjoyed that process because I knew what to do, and there were some really dedicated fans that got very excited about the project, and I'd basically covered all the roles that we needed, and some people who applied were even, they'd been in other projects, like paid projects and this wasn't paid so I was very shocked and then it turned out that I was gonna need to edit this
0: yes. and I did not (laughs) even
1: know how to isolate dialogue from a video Yeah. so that was one of the first problems but I did write out a script so I based it on subtitles from existing episodes so I did Mm. put in that work the thing is though I didn't account for the rest where I would need to edit stuff where I I had no knowledge on how to do that, and I couldn't find anybody else who could unpaid. And (laughs) so what I did was, despite the fact that the voice for Aaron, who is the main character, and Mm -hmm. the voice that we picked for one of the other main characters, despite them just very quickly sending me their lines very professionally, I ghosted them all. (laughs) Oh my goodness, no. Yes, I, okay. So the stories I've been telling on the, this podcast really make me sound like an absolute idiot. The thing is, I was. <laughs> I regret a lot of things I did back then that I have strived to become a better person all of that but I'm not gonna go into the deeper parts of that let's just say I know how bad this sounds because it was and I I would never do this again okay I would never steal poems again and I would never make a project <laughs> and then ghost everybody again I promise
0: oh my goodness this already is prince's
1: confession <laughs> <isn't> oh <know>, <laughs> I know yeah I don't vibe with that person anymore but yeah no. that's what I did I shut everything down I just ghosted everybody i didn't go on the email i didn't go on the tumblr i finally like deleted the tumblr like a year ago because i forgot it was still up but nobody nobody ever came after me for some reason they probably <laughs> knew what my main account was and nobody asked me what happened so i guess i never had to face it <laughs> until now. oh my
0: goodness
1: what an awful oh. thing! It's the worst! So, yeah, that's what happened when I tried to desperately do voice acting, and it did not work out. And now that I have the voice, I just kind of... I didn't fall out of love with it. I'm kind of just like, okay, well, I want to focus on this other stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. So,
1: yes. If the opportunity would arise, I would probably love to try it. Like, I did a little voice thing for a friend's theater project, so... Yeah. I have done some things, so that was yeah. nice. But I'm never doing the Attack on titan fandom thing again no I'm never doing anything no. like that so don't come at me okay no i know how <laughs> awful it was uh, and if anybody who was actually involved for some reason managed to find this podcast i'm sorry i ghosted you it was it was very bad yeah and now we should talk about something else
0: yeah let's move on to the news <laughs> yeah let's do some news <laughs> Ribbit's snooze corner. Welcome to Rivet's News Corner. Once again, today I have a story that my brother sent to my dad who sent it to me. So it's been through the news chain. So the headline is pensioner who went viral growing big vegetables is face of new Gucci collection. Oh Um, gosh, that's
1: a sentence and a half.
0: It really is. You've probably heard of Gerald Stratford. He's on Twitter. He's from Milton under Witchwood in Oxfordshire in the UK. So not too far from me.
1: So he's like the guy with the big veggies.
0: Yes, I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter, the guy he always holds is like giant vegetables, and he's like, I'm yeah. really proud of my vegetables, I love my vegetables, and he's amazing, I love him. Yes,
1: I think I saw him holding one, and he was just like, I love my onion, or something like that.
0: Yes, oh, I love him so much. Okay, Gerald is great. So, he's got uh, 280,000 followers on Twitter, he's a retired fisherman.
1: Gerald!
0: Gerald is getting in there. So, Gucci have started doing a collection called Off The Grid, which uses recycled, organic, bio-based, and sustainable Source materials for its clothing, and we probably still can't afford it. Well, I guess where it ties in is Gerald is a retired fisherman. They make the clothes from something called Econil, it says which is a kind of nylon that has been made from old fishing nets, carpets and offcuts, which is great. You Aww. know, we
1: love a bit of eco friendliness. It's good to move away from the world of fast fashion. Is Gerald like the mascot of this line?
0: <laughs> um I can't really tell if i'm honest so in footage for the advert which is called gardening with gerald gardening so it's a collaboration with, with heist nobriety i think that's like a magazine i'm not entirely sure in the gardening with gerald he is seen giving pointers to a group of models who have pitched up to lend him a hand so he's teaching them how to grow some good quality big vegetables you know what? this is a recurring oh. theme with the news isn't it at the moment I, i'm just I, talking I... about giant vegetables and
1: oh yeah and giant <laughs> giant chips and giant bears giant
0: chips giant bears giant vegetables i guess god i wish that
1: were me though gerald i want you to teach me some some big veggie growage
0: absolutely you know what he's only probably about an hour or two away from me gerald if you do happen to be listening to this i i would gladly be taught
1: yeah, and tell, and tell your your um your two hundred thousand followers to listen to our podcast. okay mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would also be great. Thanks, Gerald. Yeah, thanks. Um,
1: <laughs> thanks,
0: <babe>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> good old Gerald. So yeah, they did a shoot with Gerald wearing this new collection. I just find the images hilarious. So there's one picture of him. He stood at his greenhouse. He's in like the door of his greenhouse, and there's all these Gucci models like posed next to him, looking at whatever he's grown. Oh my gosh, what a chat! Uh, yeah, and he's just like smiling down at his vegetable, and I I think that's amazing. I, just, I don't know. It's just so funny. It's just this wholesome old mate. He's just prepping his veg and there's all these like Gucci models in like designer clothes just stood there watching him. Oh my God. And it's, it's so funny. Uh, apparently he didn't actually, he had no idea that his Twitter was going to blow up. And just just the story of Gerald now, his origin story.
1: Oh yeah, his origin story before <laughs> he joined the Avengers.
0: Yes, precisely. So he said he joined Twitter in February 2019. As some of his friends suggested it as a means of sharing his gardening photos. At the time, he didn't know what was happening to his phone when he started sharing the photographs of his potatoes in May. And they got thousands of likes and he said he really didn't get what was going on. He said he phoned his nephew. His nephew was like, you've gone viral. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha And uh, you've gone viral. I don't know if they actually speak like that in Oxfordshire. I think they're a lot more fancy than here. <laughs> so I I don't know, I just found that story absolutely hilarious. He also said I'm the potato king.
1: Potato. The vegetable king. king. Maybe he's the one who, who made the potato that <gasps> ma- produced the long chip. Oh my
0: it's all coming together.
1: This is this is a whole new lore. Yes, the lore is expanding.
0: Yes, long potato lore. <laughs> Just read another thing he said. He said, I was the Americans. He said, They also comment on my clothing. They like my braces and they call me stuff like a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the American sayings I struggle to understand. I've never been to the States. It's all good though. I haven't had one negative comment. Good.
1: Wow. Good. Oh, I'm so oh glad. Oh my for him. god. You know, because I've seen things where I'm like, nobody can possibly say something bad about this wonderful thing. And oh, then I look and in, in the always, comments. Always- And it's the first thing you see. It's just like, oh. And so, yeah, that makes me... That actually makes me very happy because usually someone will always have something bad they want to say. But no, Gerald is just this wholesome guy who makes big veggies and everybody's on board for it. It's very cute. They think he's a cool dude. He is a cool dude.
0: Yes, he he is. I just love him. It's just whenever I've seen his posts on Twitter and he's just so happy. He's like, I love my big vegetables. (laughs) And... it's just i love it oh to be a
1: vegetable farmer who just loves his big vegetables
0: oh, that's a dream i promised my husband that when i'm very wealthy one day we're going to buy a small farm where he can have his miniature ponies as he's always wanted yeah he can have the so, miniature
1: ponies and you can have the huge vegetables
0: yes i'll get the big I, I we've also said we want like maybe five to ten dogs we haven't
1: decided exactly how many yet
0: basically um, <laughs> what you
1: think what you're gonna need is you're gonna need as many dogs as you have surface area in your house.
0: Yes, like the lady I showed you that time with about 20 to 30 Akitas. Yeah, and uh, she has no
1: floor. It's just Akitas. She has no
0: floor. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that, but also having had an Akita, I know how it can be, so. But yes, all strength to Gerald. He's great. He's finally made it. He's made it.
1: He's made it. He's a cool dude now.
0: He's a cool dude now, and he's wearing his Gucci. I don't actually know if he's wearing Gucci in the pictures. I think he might just be wearing his, like, regular clothes, which makes this even more weird. Honestly,
1: I feel like those are more Gucci than any real Gucci could ever be. An inspiration to all.
0: Absolutely. I love his braces as well. I think he looks great. I admire him.
1: Is that your fictional crush that you brought?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's not fictional, though. He's a real person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Otherwise, you would have brought him.
0: Fictional Gerald. Oh, my goodness.
1: Fictional Gerald. Low-poly Gerald. (laughs) Low-poly (laughs) Gerald.
0: I'll tell him you don't think he's real. (laughs) My friend doesn't think you're real. I don't (laughs) don't think anything's real. (sighs) You know what? I do wonder sometimes.
1: Well, speaking of uh, things that aren't real, what media did you try? I already know, but. You You already know
0: because you have also ended up joining me. Yeah.
1: And I got, like, (laughs) further than you after I started playing, like, after you.
0: Yes. So, this week I decided to become a degenerate. Mm. more so than I already am and I said I wanted to try Genshin Impact which is about last year came out on PC I think it's a Chinese game yes it's like action role-playing game apparently published by a company called MiHoYo it's an open world environment it says based with an action battle system using elemental magic and character switching and it also uses a feature and this is what initially put me off of the game called gacha game monetization apparently so I don't know Prince if you'd be better to
1: explain what a gacha is because Because I've played so many gacha.
0: (laughs) you played a lot more gacha than me, so I think you might be better at explaining it than me, if that's all right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's very similar to loot boxes in the way that you can spend in-game currency to roll for items that are completely randomized. You don't know what you're going to get. And you can also get that currency with real money, which is usually... It's a bit of a grind in gacha games to get the currency through just normal playing means, which is partly why people dunk so much money into gacha games because, Mm. one, they don't get the thing they want, so they keep doing it, and then, two, like I said, it's a grind to get it in other ways. But, yeah, Genshin Impact, I feel... A lot of gacha games have this feeling where if you don't roll the gacha, then there's basically no point in playing. Genshin Impact feels more like the gacha is a bonus, where you can still play the game just fine, but you can also get new characters, and that's, like, kind of a bonus.
0: Yes, definitely, and I mean, it's obviously model that's working because the game itself is free to play. Yes. But obviously there's also the gacha element and the game grossed over 1 billion dollars within 6 months of release. So I think they're doing alright. Oh uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My review on it was initially I actually wasn't expecting much. I didn't think I would like it because I'd heard about gacha games and things like that and I thought it's gonna be, everything's gonna be locked behind paywalls. I'm not gonna like it. So I don't know how many days I've probably played it across this week. Maybe 3 or 4 and I've accumulated 13 hours. so I think it's safe to say I quite enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I really enjoy the gameplay at the moment. I don't know if it's just because I'm at an earlier stage. I'm finding it's not too bad grinding for the currency to get the characters. Yeah, center.
1: I I enjoy doing everything in the game, so it yes, doesn't feel the gameplay like a grind. Itself,
0: that's the thing. The gameplay itself is great. I really love the characters and the character designs. It's a fun game. I really like it. It's to be fair. gorgeous. Uh, like you can oh, just it's
1: beautiful. You can watch the sunset and you can see the grass move with the wind. Yes. and there's beautiful music and I mean I know there are people listening who probably don't really know much about video games but and some that do but it's open world basically means you can go if you look in a direction you can go to that place so you see a mountain in the distance you can go climb that mountain so that's basically that and yeah you can go wherever you want and maybe there will be higher levels that you are a little little too weak for or something like that but there aren't oh you can't pass this until you pay this thing so it's not it's a free game but it doesn't put up paywall like that it's mostly like oh do you want other characters maybe you can try your luck at this thing so like you i i was feeling like maybe I don't want to do gotcha again because i oh. used to put money into that and it was bad but the way i've been feeling it i've been enjoying it even without rolling so
0: yeah exactly the gameplay itself is fun the characters that you get for free are quite fun to play they give you a couple anyway additionally so that's quite nice and yeah generally I've really enjoyed it it's been become a bit of a time sink for me actually which is interesting Interesting for me because i tend to find it very difficult to get into games that i can sort of play regularly because mm. i have a very short attention like strength. like
1: forever games
0: <laughs> yeah exactly that's the thing and but there's so much to do in it i haven't felt the need to sink any money into it at the moment so yeah. that's great yeah the, the grinding i quite enjoy the exploration is super fun yeah and you can play um, it with
1: friends once you reach a certain rank and yeah, I exactly. just tried that last night, and it, it was chaotic in the best way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy it so far. It's just quite a nice, relaxing one to play. Apart from when I face the uh, the wind cube called Beth.
1: Yeah, you you gotta watch out for Beth.
0: Beth the wind cube. Beth I, the wind cube. I don't know why they called it Beth, but it's very funny to me. And Slightly <laughs> softened the blow when it battered my. Entire it kind team. of sounds like a like a Karen
1: type <laughs> person. Somebody who works at a grocery store sees somebody rolling up, and they're like, "No, it's Beth the wind cube." Is Beth the Wind Cube? <laughs> so I tried two things. I initially okay. meant to try only one, but I decided mm-hmm. to try another. So what I did okay. was I watched Ringu and The Ring. So, okay. Ring, so Ringu not... is the original in 19, from 1998 and ah. The Ring is the Western remake from 2002. Yes. So I watched Ringu first and everybody knows what it's about basically, but I think to just summarize oh. quickly, it's about a tape and that if you watch the tape, you will die in seven days. So both movies are, they have the same plot, They essentially have the same kind of plot beats. They have the same things that happen. So both are about a journalist investigating this tape and the deaths of her niece and the friends of her niece. Mm. So when you think about the ring, you probably think about the long-haired little girl crawling out of a TV. That's
0: all I know about it.
1: So that's all (laughs) I knew about it as well. So... Okay. When I started watching Ringu, I I found myself immediately enjoying it because it had such great camera shots that made you feel kind of like, ooh, but like not in a way that I felt was legitimately uncomfortable. It was more like, this is cool, you know? I get very technical okay. when I watch movies. I will say yeah. things like, oh, that was a cool movement or, oh, that's a good shot. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. I'm a theater kid. I, I can't help it.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yes, yeah, so I would just go, oh, that's a cool shot. That's a very, that's some creepy buildup. I like it. So I really enjoyed Ringu all the way through. And then, of course, if I'm going to watch the remake, then you can't help but compare them. No, of course. And I think both are great movies on their own. Yeah. I think The Ring, though, has some things in it that I just don't personally enjoy. I'm not an okay. enjoyer of a lot of American horror tropes. So the original was a lot about creepy buildup, what is unseen and unsaid, about mystery yeah. and camera shots that make you unnerved. There are no jump scares. It's a very slow, creeping kind of horror. Yeah. So in the remake, there's more... It's similar, but it's more in your face. There's a lot more shock factor stuff. There's gore. Yeah, there's g-
0: I mean, classic American remake. Yes, <laughs> there's
1: grossness, there's bugs, there's Ugh. vomiting, there's electrocution, Ooh. and the remix tape was a bit longer, and it threw in what I mentioned earlier as well, like bugs and the like, probably, to make it more unsettling, but to me, as a result, it kind of wasn't. It was just a little more gross. Yeah. Because that's just not personally my thing, and I will say, like, both great movies, but I found myself laughing a lot more in the ring. Maybe because (laughs) a lot of things didn't age well. For example, in Ringu, the little girl, when you see her come out, it's- you see her come towards you in the TV, and it's very slow. She's kind of walking in this really disjointed manner. It's very slow. She's- you know she's coming, but it's just very creepy. She comes out, she slowly crawls towards you, still very creepy. In the American one, she, she like, leaps out and teleports at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a little strange. Yeah. It's a little strange. So there are many moments like that where it's like, you know, bam, 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 this happens. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, one thing that made me immediately say, this is worse, is in the ring there's animal death. No! And Yep, I am the type of person who, if I see animal death in a movie, I will immediately declare that movie (laughs) bad. Oh, I'm the same. I just no. <laughs> yeah, and it's very gruesome as well. Oh. So Sandra has watched the ring. My girlfriend. She has watched the ring. Mm. When she saw the animal in question, she was like, "Oh, this part." And I was like, "Oh no, oh no." Oh, so yes, no. I without that, I would have said that that it was probably very good. So it, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to say because yes, it was good, but I I just hate bugs and grossness and animal death. So not yeah. so much my thing. I don't know how I would have felt if I'd watched The Ring first and the other one second, but I just Mm. feel like the first one had more of the stuff that I personally enjoy in horror. That's why I don't watch a lot of horror movies, because they usually have the grossness, it has the in-your-face stuff. Oh, it can be
0: too much. I mean, I don't watch horror movies, but I... I, I love
1: horror so that's the issue yeah. I can't watch so many of those movies because I don't like gore I don't no. like in your face jump scares I like a creepy progression so I don't know maybe mm. I should just watch more Japanese movies I guess Going into this I was kind of nervous because of how I don't watch horror movies but it was it was very entertaining I had a great time so well, yeah what was
0: that? <laughs> Yeah I, I liked I,
1: mean, I liked both of them I didn't feel like scared to the point of freaking out I felt good scared where I was like oh yes this is creepy oh this is great yeah
0: <laughs> that's the thing i mean to be fair i have a bit of a problem with with remakes in general i guess i think we should have a petition that says that americans aren't allowed to remake anything ever
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually there's a lot just, of
0: kind of re- i mean obviously it's remade for an american audience yes and that's i presume what they're into but
1: there are today a lot of sort of regurgitated messes in that's <laughs> cinema it. Yeah, but I-, I mean this was 2002 so you no know, i can give it a pass Also, it was very interesting to see directly after one another the way that two very different cultures did the same thing. Yes, yeah. Because the way that they did character, the way that the characters behaved are Mm -hmm. so different from the different cultures and it was really cool to see how they did the exact same shit but the characters, their personalities and their agency and the way they went about things were different because they grew up different and that was actually very interesting to see. I think the ring is good even though I also think that it's bad but I have a complicated <laughs> yeah. relationship with it I now realize I went into it very nervous but I, mm. I had a great time so at the end of the day I'm glad I did it so I just yeah. I wasn't sure how I was gonna react like oh I'm gonna watch a horror for the first time in a long time I thought maybe Ooh, this was yeah. would be my time to suffer but no no not so much no well
0: that's that's good I mean at the end of the day so long as you enjoyed it because as much as I'm also someone who I just I'm an absolute I'm a pussy, okay? I <laughs> <laughs> I cannot watch... I think it's just that more in-your-face gore that I really hate, which is the type where it's just gore for the sake of being gore and it's yeah, just not my thing. It's you know, grossness. where they just make it... As- yeah as gross as possible just for that shock value but when it's that kind of suspense that is quite masterfully done I do quite enjoy it as I've discovered but yeah I don't know I just I guess like we said it's for two different audiences at the end of the day and I'm sure it was actually like you said very interesting to see the comparison between the movie that was made for I presume Japanese audiences and Mm. the one that was made for a more western market for sure for sure
1: There, there were many differences where you could tell that they approach horror but also ghosts differently and culture yeah where American television it will mostly be like there are no ghosts what are you talking about and stuff like that yeah yeah <laughs> meanwhile in the in ringu the ex to the journalist he has psychic powers ah, and it's okay. passed down to his son mm. so that's already established there's they've all already established that ghosts exist there's no disbelief of no. is this a ghost thing no it is and I love yeah. that because I get kind of tired of a movie having to make the characters go through the disbelief and then they do believe it it's like we already know it's a ghost so let's just get through it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly they just cut to the chase yeah you know, exactly i
1: like that but there were things about the ring that i liked more they dealt more into the okay. trauma of those who knew the people who died so oh, okay. the son basically and the friend who was with that niece who died you kind of see how they dealt with it and you don't hmm. in the original so i like that
0: yeah i'm sorry every time when you say ringu it just i think about pingu pingu I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. See, you said, when you said Ringo, I was like, does
1: he mean Pingu? And then, <laughs> no.
0: no, very different it's to Pingu. It's a very different
1: beast altogether.
0: I guess it's time. It's time.
1: <laughs> it's time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was a very dirty it, laugh from me. Really I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> it's what you've all been waiting for. It's. Absolutely. Who would win in a fight? I guess that's what I'm calling it now. We called it Spicy Babes. Who would win in a fight? Yeah. But I it's, realized I put in my notes, who would win in a fight in big bold letters. So now I'm calling it that. So I
0: think that's more suitable, even though I'm sure they're all Spicy Babes. Of we, course, of course. Absolutely. But I think
1: that's just, we already know that they're Spicy Babes. That's already been. Un- absolutely. You know, Customable
0: territory. You
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked you to bring a fictional character that you think is cool or attractive or awesome or anything like that. So, who did you bring?
0: Okay, the character that I've bought, we've actually talked about a bit. I kind of picked this character more because I find him hilarious for all the maybe wrong reasons, is Heisenberg. I from knew Resident you were gonna Evil say bit. Heisenberg. <laughs> how did how did you know? <laughs> as soon as you
1: said hilarious, I knew you were gonna say Heisenberg.
0: You know what? I, don't, I think I would not have found him as funny as I do if it weren't for you and your brother taking the piss out of him and mimicking his voice. I'm sorry- every time i hear heisenberg now i hear your brother (laughs) imitating him so the thing is
1: yeah for those of you who don't know who heisenberg is he's this guy from resident evil village and he talks like this that's so funny
0: i don't (laughs) know ethan I
1: saw your brother does the best
0: impression oh, yeah. of him. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. He, he, <laughs> just, he has
1: this showmanship way of talking. No matter what you're talking about, it's like, he'll be like that. We should work together.
0: <laughs> that super-sized bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite line. (laughs) That's a good
1: character to bring. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't finished the game, but he's fun. So the one I brought was K.K. Slider from Animal Crossing. This will be a battle of the ages. I know. So I'm going to list the things that I like about K.K. Slider. And then you can list some things about Heisenberg that we all already know. So he's a famous musician. And everybody... He's the most famous in the Animal Crossing world, I suppose. Everybody wants him to come play for them. And he is a dog so he's automatically a good boy. This is true. He's got eyebrows for days.
0: Yeah, he does. I have to agree with that. And he's got a beautiful singing voice.
1: He, yeah, d- d- believe me, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry, sorry.
1: Um. <laughs> so, and everybody everybody in this game wears clothes except for him, so that's a wild power move that is sure to intimidate. This is true. I've never thought about that. And then the last point, the most important of all, his music sounds like, me, me, mama, ma, Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love K.K. Slider I'm sorry every time I've played Animal Crossing and I heard him sing I would just lose it
1: <laughs> people have made covers of existing songs know. with his voice and it's really cool it's <laughs> just like... I've
0: seen a metal cover by an artist who I actually really like called Lil Mariko and she does a metal cover and she's she's amazing I'll have oh, gosh. to try and find the link it's so
1: funny I love it I think I've heard K.K. Slider sing Crawling in My Skin oh, and it's it's, it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> she's like Me. Me, my mama) <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! That so yeah. Amazing. So what? What does Heisenberg have to bring to the table?
0: He is a very good engineer. I don't think that really makes a difference to KK Slider. To be fair, I
1: don't know if anything makes a difference to KK Slider. to Not be really.
0: I mean, he's just chilling. He's
1: so chill.
0: He's so chill. You're just bringing all the pacifists to
1: the table. I guess so. Yeah.
0: That's the thing. I mean, you know what? Heisenberg's a bit of an angry man. I'll say it. You know, he's got he's... some. Yeah, he's got some anger issues. He's kind of. He's got some trauma. To be fair, but he's. Literally here as Lord Carl Heisenberg. Which, Carl?
1: Um, Lord <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Lord Carl. You know what? He doesn't seem to like supersized bitches, so that's a problem. Well, KK Slider's is not a supersized bitch. No, yeah, but I think that's just a general problem, because... Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, you know what? Sometimes I feel like he might be a little bit... He he calls a lot of the women in the game bitches, but um, they have also traumatized him.
1: Yeah, so on one hand, he might be a bit judgmental, but they also treated Mm. him badly, so maybe they deserve it? Question mark? Yeah,
0: I don't know. know. He calls everyone a bitch, so doesn't he, I think. I don't... I can't remember. I have to play the game again. Well, if he calls
1: everybody a bitch, then at least that's equality.
0: You know, I can't remember whether he does or not. I don't know. He, He calls a lot of people a lot of things in that game
1: I <laughs> yeah so so okay so maybe he would start calling Keke Slider a bunch of names maybe call Keke Slider a bitch because he's a dog yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I think that would just kind of roll over KK Slider's far I don't think he'd care. He wouldn't give a shit. He's so chill. Yeah, he'd because just be he... like, you just reminded me the song that yeah. I just made. I'm gonna play it for you, and maybe you'll be at ease, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I don't know whether it would work or not, but that's the thing. Heisenberg, from an actual battle standpoint, he's got some cool robots, I guess. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. So he doesn't really fight his own battles then?
0: Uh, no, not not particularly. I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers, though, for the game for people who are uh, still playing through it, so
1: I can't say too much. Okay.
0: But, um, especially because you haven't gotten to this part either, so I'm not going to say too much.
1: Well, I'm going to say my theory, at least, because every boss in Resident Evil games transforms, so I feel like he's going to turn into a beastie. I guess I'll see. But I
0: guess you'll see. I guess that's the problem. I probably shouldn't have picked a character that uh,
1: I could be giving spoilers for, because now I'm very limited. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
1: think when it comes comes to Heisenberg, he seems kind of like an overgrown child at times, like, he calls he you names. He kind of does, yeah. He kind yeah, he gets he's... angry, you know, when he doesn't get what he wants, he, he throws a little temper tantrum. But he does, so, he gets a
0: bit grumpy,
1: doesn't he? On one hand, maybe this would mean he would crush K.K. Slider like a little bug in his hand.
0: That
1: wouldn't mean he wins, though. Or, K.K. Slider would just win him over with his music. Maybe K.K. Slider- That's Maybe the thing. that's why he's so famous. He's so good that he can even soothe Heisenberg, Carl Heisenberg. I
0: I feel like I'm living in a fever dream right now. Talking about Heisenberg from Resident Evil Village fighting K.K. Slider from Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm just sort of.
1: <laughs> Maybe actually that's the name of this of the segment. Maybe the the name of the segment is "You're in a fever dream."
0: You're in a fever. That's how it feels right now. You know, kind of disassociating a bit, thinking about it. I'm I like, need to stop bringing
1: pacifists to fights.
0: You do, I think that's the problem because, you know what, I don't think there would be a fight. It would either be Heisenberg would murder K.K. Slider brutally, or K.K. Slider would win him over, but there's no way to tell. But it would be very beautiful, though. I
1: can imagine him
0: just breaking into tears and being like, you know what? And he's like, he sits with him, and they both look upon the landscape together whilst K.K. Slider plays a tune.
1: Yes, and Heisenberg's just like, you know, when you did the, me, me, ma, ma, ma." That cuts so deep, man. I really felt it and I I relived my childhood and I think I can get past it.
0: Yeah, he's like, you know what? You, you're helping me work through my trauma. I'm very grateful for that. And K.K. Slider just says, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's- maybe we don't always need a fight.
0: No, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Maybe it doesn't always need to end in a fight. Sometimes it can end with a good friendship.
1: Yeah. Which I think we could learn from this battle. They just end up living together. (laughs) 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 Like... Making each other eggs in the mornings.
0: <laughs> you yeah, know, I feel like I'm tripping right now.
1: Like, We're we really talking about this. We're we tri-
0: <laughs> we really talking about Carl Heisenberg and KK Slider living together in, in a domestic <laughs> situation. <laughs> if anyone wants to draw fan art of this scenario, Please. I would absolutely love to see it. I really want to see it. Yeah. Please do. I would give my firstborn.
1: Yeah, I would give my left tip. <laughs> For some <laughs> domestic Heisenberg, K.K. Slider, fan Please. fiction.
0: fan fiction, fan art, whatever. I'm here for it. I would yeah, to you see know
1: it what? Me. Because if we're going to give things a go, then you need to give things a go, too. So go that's on. Our yeah, that's, that's our challenge. That's our ch- challenge this week. <laughs> <laughs> God, we are a bad oh influence God. on the human. We really are. The we humankind. really are.
0: We're going to end up spawning some absolute monstrosities, aren't we? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, I just had to let you know that when I wrote his name in my notes, I wrote Heisengberg. Heisengberg. I I think we decided that this battle would not end in a battle, but maybe an amicable domestic situation in which they can live peacefully together and... Help each other work through. I, I, I just, sorry. just gonna shut up now. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I feel like as you're talking, I'm steadily hearing more white noise in my brain. Yeah, because of the situation that is unfolding. So I yeah. think.
0: Yeah, I think it's time to end end this podcast. I think we're getting a bit. Yeah, the, the the whole, the whole <laughs> podcast. This,
1: this last episode of the podcast. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends. KK Slider and. Dyson. <laughs>
1: God, I thought you said, oh I thought goodness. you said kinky slider. I think this is, oh no, this is the no. worst. This is bad.
0: This is the, yes, all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you guys have any experiences that you'd like to share with us, then please write in at uh, give it a go show pod at gmail.com or feel free to message us on Instagram at give it a go pod. If you want to contact us on Twitter, slide into our DMs at the give it a go show. Yeah, go, go make some memories. Go
1: make some awesome memories.